And he had already taught me about the joystick, how you can take it up and all. Everything went out of my head at that time. It was like, save yourself by jumping out from that height. That was stupid of me. But anyway, slow and steady, I gathered. And I was one of his good students. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. And who encouraged you at that point of time? Was it your family? Uh, was it the other people or was it the city? I wouldn't say that encouraged. My father never said no. He always used to tell us any kind of knowledge, any kind of information, any kind of, you know, something that will help you grow in your personality to grow is welcome. Anything that is bad or not uh, is not going to contribute to your character or your personality or your growth is not okay. So we had a very clear demarcation in my house. So flying, I just walked up to him and told him, okay, uh, there is a little Cessna that's flying over. Um, can I also join flying club? He said, okay, pocket money. Se kar ye. So I did that. And then I wanted your lines dekhte so I wanted, I asked him, why do people do palmistry? He said, he had a tutor for me. So I learned palmistry. I'm a qualified palmist. Wow. <laughs> so he's like that. So anything and everything, music, Master Ji came. He was an Ustad from Pakistan. Those days, we didn't have any hassles. Ustad Piroz Khan, fantastic singer. And he taught us Hindi classical music. So I tell you, sky was the limit. We didn't have TVs and videos and, you know, mobile phones to distract us. So there was so much we could do, so much we could learn. Childhood was fun. I love that. I actually like that. I think without the phones and without the distractions, <laughs> yeah. actually we had more time to learn. Yeah. Um, after this, you joined the army, you know, and you've been a doctor in the army. Um, you know, would love to know about that journey, transferring, uh, from place to place, upskilling yourself. So what was that journey being being a doctor uh, in an army be like, I, the challenges and the adventures? I became a doctor from Jamshedpur. I studied from Jamshedpur. And then I <laughs> wanted to do my post-graduation and also got a great job at the same time in a mission hospital. The mission hospitals are supposed to be the best place to learn. And there... Coincidentally, I met my husband. Felt like a ton of bricks for each other. We got married in in like four weeks' time. Wow. Yeah. And then he was in the army and we sat down and discussed, do you still want to work in the mission hospital? Because I'll keep getting posted all around. And is it okay if we have two, two setups, two homes? I said, no, I have never wanted that. One of us will have to, either you leave the army and join my career or I leave my career and join. So my career wasn't all that great in the sense that Mission Hospital doesn't pay. We couldn't have maintained our lifestyle from the kind of monies I was making, but he was doing much better. So I decided practically that I will move with you. And the best way to do that was to join the army. I took the more difficult route to do it. I joined post-graduation in Armed Forces Medical College. And I did my post-grad with the commitment that I would join the Army. That's yeah. how I joined the Army as a 
as an ENT surgeon, and that was really wonderful. And I always tell in all my talk that every youngster should taste the life, army life, short while. Yes. But they should. It's so yes. wonderful. It teaches you discipline. It teaches you physical and mental fitness. It teaches you how to live with people, how to adapt to changing situations. And then one by one, the kids came along. And they also adapted to the same scene, especially Priyanka. She saw the most of the army. So, yeah, she adapted very soon because she saw us adapt. And we had our own um, set of little things that made every home like the previous home, like our mandir, like our, you know, closet, our mirrors. Some familiar stuff would always go around with us. It wasn't very scary for Priyanka. At least I know sometimes I used to find it difficult to restart, get a new set of helps, new set of people to take care of the baby. But as a family, the army family is so, so, so supportive. Every new young army wife has everybody circling her, everybody supporting her. Catch her here. What can we do for you? So it was like cakewalk, I think. It was very easy being in the army. I loved it. I love it. You make it sound so effortless. Um, how many places have you transferred to in the past? We met in Bareilly, so we stayed in Bareilly for a bit. Bareilly was one of our favorite stations. We got posted to Bareilly twice. We did Lucknow twice. We did Delhi. We did Pune. We did Ladakh. Wow. And, yeah. Didn't do South, but most of the North we did, yes. That sounds fantastic. Madhuri, you, I mean, I'd love to talk about Dr. Ashok. Uh, he's obviously had you, he's had Priyanka, he's had very formidable women in his life. Tell us about him, what kind of a person is he? You know, how did he influence you and how does he guide? Um, you know, just how did that work? And there was the dynamics was very simple. We had our chores divided, our responsibilities divided, our duties divided, everything. And we didn't step over it and didn't mix with each other. If he said a no to Priyanka, I would not, she, no way that she can get a yes out of me and vice versa. We never played off each other. Yeah, my responsibility was the discipline of the kids and his responsibility was the pampering of the kids. So, <laughs> So he'll give them the comfortable shoulders. I mean, Priyanka and dad are very, very close because he was always the go-to man for her. Always supportive, always there. And yes, he used to call me the engine of our train. I'm glad I met such a person who was so comfortable in his own skin, in his own body, in his own head, that he never felt that I was stopping him or trying to show him down or bold, nothing, never. He always earned our respect. Yeah. He was worthy of respect, which he got in abundance, worthy of love, which he got in abundance. And in return, that was a, you know, that was the kind of relationship we had. You won't believe it. Between us, till date, our kids have never seen us bigger, leave alone a fight. Wow. Never even a bigger. No, we, we would it. just sit down and have a conversation. May I'm bothered about this. He says, why are you sulking? I said, Why some things I didn't like. 
you sit down and have a conversation. What's bothering you? How can I correct it? How can I fix it? And the same with him. Even if it is problem at work, problem at home, we could share it. Absolutely, Bindas. I love that. I think conversations are so important. And often we let our ego get into the middle. And never, never, never. Ego, ego is your worst evil friend. Don't even yeah. encourage it ever. I think that's fabulous. Just sitting down and talking through, you know, life decisions. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I think I'm a mother myself, but I think a mother's job is definitely one of the most important, um, you know, on earth. It's the closest that person that you have in your life, and it obviously makes a great impact. Um, you know, you had a great career. You working in the army, and you took a break to support when Priyanka was working in her career. How was that experience for you, and how? You know, how, how did you uh, transition to this? See, I only gave back what I got. My mother was there to support me. My in-laws were there to support me. It takes a village to bring up a child. So I had a huge number of family support. I could just call anybody. If they were free, they would be with me. Most of the time, I didn't like having nannies and strangers around my children. Right. And being in the army, you'd have no dearth of that. But we didn't. I didn't like that to take care. So we had our own people, which, which is why the kids are both so secure. They never felt that you abandoned me or you were not there when I needed you. These are the favorite dialogues you hear kids say that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because it's a nuclear family that you guys have. You have a nuclear living. There's husband, wife, and a child with nannies, staff, helpers. They're all strangers. They have no, they're not invested in you or your child. But a family member is totally invested in you. So it was pretty helpful, which means that I had to have very good relationship with all my family members to get this kind of help. And uh, so Bianca said, Nani took care of me, mom. Now you're going to take care of <laughs> Malti. So I left everything and went for Malti. And as for her career, that's another story. When she became Miss India and was going to Mumbai to prepare for Miss World, my elder brother-in-law, my husband's older brother, was very vehemently against it. She said, She's so good in studies. Why do you want to distract her? I said, she's anyways taking one year gap. Gap year later. Gap year will let her explore. Wherever she goes, you will be there. Wow. Yeah, so Priyanka promised him, I promised him, and that's how my life with Priyanka started supporting her career and I'm so happy I did that because I could take care of all the ancillaries for her and she could concentrate on her career on her work on her business she didn't have to worry about anything at all I was that OGRE sitting on her set <laughs> nobody could mess with her <laughs> I was quite the scary mom there but very polite, very decent. I'm a soft-spoken person, so never had a mishmish -mish with anybody. But they knew that 
you know, lines are drawn here. So Priyanka made it safely, carefully, without compromising anything ever, not principles, not character, not anything. And she only concentrated on her career, which is why I think she's done so well. Oh my God. I mean, such words that just, I have goosebumps. Uh, but you know, just I think having you in, in her life, and I think for all of us, having our moms in our lives uh, to look after us. It, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, Madhuji, it's just so many of us, we talk about being career women, but there's also so much satisfaction in just being a mom and, and doing that. And uh, I think that again has its own beauty. Like, you know, at some point we glorify being a career, but I think being a mom is almost one of the most uh, gratifying things that it's, you can do. Being a homemaker, being a mom is a full-time job. <laughs> and it is should not be a thankless job, number one. And you should never be apologetic about being a homemaker or being a, a mom. Not at all. You have to go out there, do what you have to do, gather your resources, see what best you can do for your career, for your kids, for your family, and do it. Allow yourself some luxury. Allow yourself some fun time. Allow yourself to have help. Allow yourself to have support. Allow yourself to sit down, put your feet up because you've been working hard. Your life cannot be all about miserable. Oh, no, I had such a hard time being a career woman and a mother. Uh-uh. You don't need to do that. Make your choices and be happy with that. And be happy because when you're happy, you're transmitting it to your children, your family, the people around you. But if you're looking all grumpy and sad, people around you are also looking grumpy and sad and things go just downhill. <laughs> Nothing that a smile cannot resolve. So I'd love, I'd love to pick that up. You know, today, and you know, a lot of these women, especially young women, we've got this pressure uh, to look a certain way and to be perfect. And, you know, you've been a cosmetic surgeon, uh, how do you advise them? Like, what do you talk about, you know, just embracing your own beauty and just feeling good about who you are and, and, and about yourself? There's some people who definitely need help. Some people who definitely need enhancement. See? And uh, I'm not shy about it. I feel it's to be done should be done and if you need it but not frivolous not frivolous ki maine ek photo leke aa jate hain i've seen this mujhe mujhe aise lips chahiye mujhe aise nose chahiye no that doesn't happen in my clinic i do it after a lot of counseling <laughs> i i think you should not be shy to take help to delay the aging look good for longer time because you're functional for longer time before yeah. us, the people used to retire by the time they were 60 and sit at home. But here people are working into the 70s, into the 80s, functional, fit, mentally lucid, physically looking fabulous. So why not work for it? Why not get a little help so that, you know, you're, you're presentable, nicely presentable. Absolutely. And, and I'm against body shaming completely. But having said that, I think... Help is always welcome and should you should not shy at getting that help. Love that. Love that piece of advice. So another piece of advice I'd love from you, you know, as um, you, you as a mother, you've sort of witnessed Priyanka's experience where it came to 
bullying or discrimination, especially in her you know, younger years. Um, what advice would you give to mothers who might be dealing with uh, similar experiences with their children? It's very common today, in today's life. Kids in the primary school are being bullied for the biggest of reasons. Okay. And the kid does not understand how to deal with it. And that, how to deal with it, comes from home. Mostly from the mother, of course, from the father as well. You have to have participation of both to deal with the child's bullying. You have to tell, give him a safe space at home. That I'm a safe, safe person. You can come and tell me anything, anytime, everything. If the child is able to communicate with you, that I school, I school, इतने sensitive subjects अगर बच्चा free नहीं है to tell the parents फिर उसको तो उसका life तो खराब ही हो गया he's psychologically totally damaged you can't allow that so parents you don't have to go to school outside of the PTA and ask the teacher मेरा बच्चा क्यों नहीं पढ़ रहा क्या हो गया उसको ऐसे नहीं speak to child first let him be truthful with you because you're not scary mom a mom can never be a scary mom cannot do this cannot take a stick I'm against all that. No corporal punishment, no yelling at children. Teach them the right things the right way. Because what you do to them is what they will get back and do to you also. Yeah. And to the other people. Yeah. So if there's violence at home, the kids learn violence. You're normalizing violence. If you use abusive words, you're normalizing abuse. Don't yeah. do that. So mothers have a great responsibility on nurturing a child. Just producing a child doesn't make you a mom. Nurturing the child correctly is well. So bullying can, you know, you can't stop bullying. Like I'll tell you an example. My son, he was studying in one very reputable school here. And I was, he had just come back from the US and I put him into the school here. He didn't know Marathi, he didn't know Sanskrit, he didn't know Hindi very well. He could read because he was in US for when he was very small. He was like, I think, 10 years old when I left him there. He wasn't good with all these languages. He had a hard time dealing in school. And his teacher used to, you know, whack him in his hand. Why aren't you talking? Especially the Hindi teacher. And his Hindi class book, textbooks, I mean, class book, homework book, were always khali, blank. So one PTA, I went and asked the teacher, he was the problem. He's sitting right at the back, neglected. I tell him, if he's weak, you should give him attention. You should write a note to the mother that he is not capable. He's not you know, fitting in or he needs extra help. He needs some tuitions. I'm presuming that's a teacher children because we have not communicated. I could not get angry with the teacher because she was right her place that there are 60 children in my class. I can't pay attention okay. to all of them. I can't pay that kind of attention. Another school. And there he started topping. Because the teacher-student ratio was only 15. And he yeah. started doing very well. So kids need attention, not just in school, at home too. So if mm -hmm. he's not getting attention in school, his studies will drop. You will have to make up for that. If he's not getting attention at home, he'll become wayward. He'll, he'll go to friends and friends may not be the good kind of friends. He'll look for support elsewhere. Never allowed that. I was very 
very particular about that. I am your support system. Lovely. I am your go-to person. I am your safe space. I'll be your bag. I'll be your punching bag. Because I know you love me unconditionally. You're not disrespecting me. If you're, you know, using splitters because you're so furious, it's fine with me. I know you love me and you're saying it because you're upset somewhere else. So in my house, we always have this open forum. Kids could discuss anything, any way. If you're angry, I want to know how angry you are. Show it to me. Be really angry, blow your mind. And then they just calm down, they give a hug and it's all done. And they go out back confident. So, you know, what I'm hearing, uh, Madhuji, is that to make, you know, strong, successful human beings, like it starts, it starts from the bottom, it starts from when they're children. And then I think creating that strong, secure environment is, is so, so important. And we so think you know, that someone's going to learn something from a book and this and that. But at the end of it, you know, it's, it's, it's literally the early nurturing that then guides your actions and your reactions to everything that happens. Uh, in they, your learn a, they learn a lot from the internet today. So you have to stay abreast of yeah. what they're learning. You have to know what they're learning. You have to also learn the same way. So when he's coming to you and having a conversation, you can speak at his level. Absolutely. You're not saying, I don't know. I never heard of this. You can't say that. The child has to look up at the parent and know, oh, my parent knows all. I love that. Madhuji, I'm going to call in Stuti and Neha, my fabulous co-hosts, and they also have a few questions for you, so I'm going to involve them in the conversation. Isn't this enough and more? <laughs> so just, I mean, I think some quick questions, Stuti, would you? Hi, Madhuji. This has been such an invigorating conversation, so I just have a few questions for you. Um, uh, so, Madhuji, you've been a part of the Indian entertainment industry yourself as a producer, as well as uh, uh, a mother to one of the most successful uh, stars we've seen in Bollywood. So I, from the perspective of women personally, wanted to ask you, what is your opinion on the pay parity in the industry? I think it's unfair. Really unfair. If the girls are shouldering the same kind of burden, the same responsibilities, they should be at par. But if they're not being given responsibilities because they are a girl, that again is not right. You know, there's something yeah. that they say that girls can't do No. Anything and everything is except perhaps they might not be as good as you to be combative. Maybe they're not as good as you to become a 200 pounder. But still, they would do better than you. So yes. I, think, I think you cannot look down on girls anymore. Girls are very, very smart. But having said that, I don't believe in gender bias. Hmm. I'm gender neutral. I believe that merit should be the criteria. And merit doesn't mean the man gets plus points because he's a man and a girl doesn't. But when yeah. you're picking up a girl, don't leave the man behind but the, both the wheels of the gadi has to move together. So what I mean, yeah. parity to me is yeah. that at every level, man and woman have to be equal, moving together. Only then your gadi, your country, your community will move correctly. You can't have a lopsided thing, which is why I think it's unfair. 
very true. So I have to ask you this because you're such a strong woman and you've raised Priyanka with this epitome of confidence. So what advice would you give uh, young women out there who are trying to break barriers? One simple, a few times to give her three, my lesson, three lessons which she played or not, both my kids. One is this too shall pass. Yes. Good times, it'll go. Bad times, it'll go. So don't let good times let you get a swollen head and a bad time let you stay grounded. Meaning, stay grounded. Bad times will also pass. Don't let it depress you. Don't jump over a cliff. Keep high, high, high. Kya ho kya? You know, nothing is static. Change is the only constant. You see, it, it is like a cycle. Good time, bad time, day, night has to happen. It's how you deal with it. Bad times, how do you deal with bad times? You have to have someone you can who can comfort you. Yes. You have to have someone who can offer you genuine good advice, how to navigate your life outside of this. And sometimes they make wrong choices and you know pay the price of that. So coming to that, my second one was every action you take has consequences. Yes. So your decision and your choices will be responsible for the consequences. So you are responsible for the consequences of your decision, your opinions, your choices, which gives us a sense of responsibility. So if they want to mm. do something, like do something wrong, just step back and think. It's like consequences of your I can't go and tell my mother that responsibility. The consequences of your decisions are entirely yours. I'm there to help you. If you're in trouble, I'm there. But the consequences are entirely to be faced by you. I will not bear the... And third yeah. thing was, you're standing tall because you're standing on my shoulders. As parents, we didn't just produce you. We nurtured you. So you're standing tall because you're on my shoulder. If you fall, I'm there. So I'm your safe space. Don't be afraid of anybody, anywhere, for anything. Your parents are here for you. That's your safe space. So you three confidence nothing they can do nothing wrong. And even if they do, because every child has to make mistakes, have to do wrong things and learn from the mistakes. So picking up from there, uh, since you're talking about mother and children relationship, so you are a grandmother now. And uh, do you see a difference how MM is being brought up? Because you take pride in your upbringing of the two wonderful human beings that you've raised. So do you feel that there is a difference how she's being brought up? And as a grandmom, normally you compare. <laughs> do you see that? Yeah. So what little time I spent with her, I had a, I could see Priyanka being such a hands-on mother, I tell you. Um, both of them, not just Priyanka, even Nick. Hands-on yes. parents. They're totally involved in, in everything the child does. Even if they have helps, even they, they have all the grandmas around, grandparents around. It's wow. hands-on and that... so good. So good. I'm so proud of it. <laughs> so like on this journey you are a mom and uh, like Priyanka and your son uh, sometimes 
as parents, we learn certain things from our own children. You said you started a journey with Priyanka. Do you ever think that anything that you learned from her during this journey? Yeah, most I'm absolutely not tech savvy. So they taught me. Oh, wow. <laughs> the need of the hour. <laughs> need of the hour, yes. I'm the kind of person who does books. I like to turn the pages. I like to read books. I don't even turn on my TV at all. I'd rather read books. And for them, that is their world. Everything mm. happens online. Everything, you know, phone, agya. I have to go <laughs> touch feel and then do the shopping. So there's a lot of difference between the two generations. So they taught me how to shop without having to run out of house. Everything is available at home. Oh, wow. I think they've taught me how to, in fact, conduct myself with their friends. Mm -hmm. I'm friends with all their friends. So yeah, they have taught me how to conduct. Sometimes they say, Mom, you can't, you know, you can't be so retro. So I said, okay, my mindset will change because I know you kids are today's children. Mm -hmm. A lot of things they have taught me, yeah. Amazing. So, ma'am, here we have a small fun segment. It will be very short questions, just fun ones. Yeah. If you could have a superpower for a day, what would it be? And why? One superpower. Let me look inside your head. Let me look inside your head. <laughs> yes, I do. Read everybody's mind. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Um, my next question, Nehana, playing tag on this. Your favorite female actor, except across Priyanka, and I'm also <laughs> going to add a really featured athlete. Very difficult. I can't. I, I can't. love all of them. Among us. They could be probably yesteryears or... Um... <laughs> Every decade, there was someone or the other. You know, they keep changing. Every decade, they change. Abhi Rajesh Khanna favorite, Abhi Devanand favorite, Abhi Muntal favorite. So you, you can't choose. <laughs> it's very difficult. Okay. <laughs> okay. Priyanka being my most favorite. Wow. Yes. <laughs> Ours also. Favorite. Pariniti is a great actor too. Yes, yes. Yes. From the, from yeah. the current. Very versatile. Really yeah. Very, very versatile. We want to see her more too. <laughs> yeah. I hope so. Uh, favorite Indian dish of Nick? I'm sure you must be cooking for him. Paneer in every form. He loves wow. <laughs> That's very interesting. What's the last book you read? <laughs> the last book, I'm still reading that book. One is Nitika Modi's book, Antim. I'm reading Antim, that. Yes, it's just releasing. Yeah. Yes. 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 So I'm reading that. But it's a little, you know, you have to keep referring back. You have to read it slow and easy. So that's yes. the book I'm reading. Amazing. If you could travel back in time, which era or what decade would you want to go to and why? 70s and 80s, 70s actually. Ah. <laughs> that was the that was the era of so much mental freedom, physical freedom. True. The True. world was just opening up. Music, all kinds of music was available to us. I'm crazy about music. All kinds of music available. We had our LPs yeah. coming, EPs coming, rushing to buy those. Mm -hmm. It feels very good. I think that's the best era when you know I could dress up how I wanted to. No judgment, no stopping me. Yeah. <laughs> so that brings to my next question, ma'am. 
yeah 70s and 80s so which is your go to song and any favorite memory that is associated jaane kya dhoondti rehti hai in hindi and next song i believe in english oh wow okay and jaane kya ka the story behind it is when i met my husband he i asked him what are your hobbies he said i sing i sing very well hmm and this janakya song is difficult i said check gaake batao if you're a singer he sang it beautifully my heart came out directly oh. <laughs> wow and same thing with this great <laughs> when he came to meet priyanka he just written this song for her and i asked him the same thing yeah <laughs> i had i didn't know him very well so he said i do sing i write songs and that's a check gaake batao <laughs> history repeated <laughs> yeah wow so um if you could switch lives with a fictional character for a day who would that be fictional yeah hmm. i could tell you who a real person i would like that to be real life person okay even better <laughs> 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 I'd like to spend a day with Bruce Springsteen if I could. Oh, <laughs> good choice, Elvis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Quirky or an unusual talent that most people don't know about you. I know. I sing. I dance. I am a trained Kathak dancer, and I. Today we came to know about palmistry also. That was like I really followed you, and I did not know about that part. <laughs> yeah, this is just like an example I gave you about the kind of parenting I got. Yes, and that's it. And I'm very versatile. Like I'm an easygoing person. Nothing quirky about me. Very easygoing. So you always feel it less that whatever you have learned, you want to learn more. What is that fire inside you that keeps you going? I think that's what my father instilled. Any kind of knowledge, as my size to read, he used to bring us all kind of classics and the biggest of novels and books. Iron Man. When I was fourteen, I read Iron Man. Fifteen, I read Iron Man. That was such a Armageddon. Me too. Big Me but too. difficult book. Mm. My dad. And at that young age, that. you don't understand. Mm. And then he got me. Um, everything that increases your knowledge i can't tell you i can't enlist list you this so much i learned law because of him i learned uh, finance because of him i used to handle his monies i used to handle my husband's monies so little little things that actually made me what i am today started yes. from my father and my mother my mother was always padosila padosila is you know leave this town and go make a place for yourself in the world nothing will be achieved without education mm. so she was the one who pushed us to study and my dad was the one who nurtured us otherwise in every other way built us as strong girls we are four girls all of us are very strong very highly educated <laughs> very proud <laughs> on a um, lighter note ma'am if you could invite three guests they could be living or deceased uh for a dinner party you were hosting who would they be from all over the world anybody yeah, yeah. all over the world anywhere 
living or deceased. Yeah. I definitely get Nick Jonas for sure. <laughs> and he's amazing. And then I would like to get Nelson Mandela. Wow. Lovely. And I would like to get Amitabh Bachchan and put them three people together. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The conversation would be awesome. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs>